Yo, today's QOD is you cannot attract what you resent. Here we go. Quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning into our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got Dr. George Fraser on the show today. And today, Dr. Fraser is going to discuss the importance of wealth. And it reminds me of the first chapter of The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And in this chapter, he talks about how you cannot live a, we'll just say, fulfilling life or life to its potential without being rich. And I remember when I first read it, there was so much resistance. But then as I thought about it more, I was like, he's right. Because if you truly want to develop yourself and experience all of the things that life has to offer, you're going to need some money. And if you want to leave a legacy to future generations, you're going to need some money. Like, I do not think that it's fair that future generations are going to have to start from scratch. Like, that's my responsibility to not allow that to happen. No generation should have to start off from scratch. It's not just my responsibility. That's your responsibility as well. It is your responsibility to build wealth. But here's the thing. People don't build wealth because they hate wealthy people. And as he says here, you cannot attract what you resent. So it's your feelings. So we talked about yesterday about feelings. You're only going to do what you feel like doing. If you are feeling that I don't like rich people. Rich people are terrible. They're miserable. They steal. Yes, there are some who do, right? But there are also a lot of poor people who do the same thing. So if you have these feelings about people who have money, you are never going to have any money. So the question you have to ask is, who am I going to be when I'm wealthy? Who will I choose to be when I'm wealthy? And hopefully you're already an amazing person. And what the wealth is going to do is make you a more amazing person. And you're going to be a person who has more options. You're going to be a person who has more security. You're going to be a person who has less financial stress. You're going to be a person who can leave something to future generations so they don't have to start off from scratch. He's also going to talk about taxes. When you're a business owner and you're a landowner, you can exploit the American tax system. And I do this myself. I'm a business owner. I have a corporation. Like you, all the books I have, people are like, how do you get all those books? It's a tax write-off. Courses, mentorship, coaching, all of these things that are really expensive, it's a tax write-off. Equipment, computers, microphones, it's a tax write-off. My rent in my apartment, I sold my house a couple of years ago. I'm renting now. My rent in my apartment is not cheap, but you know what? 
There are two rooms in my home that are dedicated to work-only activities. You know what I do? Right off the square footage. And so there are so many different ways that you can exploit the tax system when you are a landowner, when you are a business owner. This is what rich, wealthy people do. George Frazier's coming up. Why is wealth so critically important? Now listen to me on this. Your wealth will determine where you live. Where you live will determine where your children go to school. Where your children go to school will determine the quality of your children's higher education and the quality of your children's higher education will determine their lifelong earnings. And your children's lifelong earnings will determine where your children live. And where your children live will determine where your grandchildren go to school. And where your grandchildren go to school will determine the quality of their higher education, and that ultimately will determine their lifelong earnings. Do you see the cycle of poverty here? Wealth is important. Why? Because in a market-based economy, in a democratic capitalistic society, at the end of the day, the only color that really matters is green. So until our pile of green is as big and as high and as deep and as wide and as leveraged as any other cultural group's pile of green, we will never be considered an equal at the table of democratic capitalism. Why is wealth important? Because wealth gives you unlimited choices. And yes, God wants us to have unlimited choices. And then it is the management of our choices that is the essence of living. Choices that give us the freedom to choose where our children go to school. Choices that give us the freedom to choose where we live and work. Choices to give us the freedom to choose where we play. Bible tells us, Ecclesiastics 10:19, money answers all things. Money and wealth is important. Why? Because when we finish pontificating ad nauseum about our issues, somebody's got to write a check. Our Jewish brothers and sisters, God bless them, can write a check. We must be able to write a check. Why is wealth important? I'm going to give you a little secret here. I don't want you to tell anybody I told you this. <laughs> the tax system was designed for the landowner and the business owner. Why? Because landowners and business owners wrote the tax laws. So if we are not landowners, and in the African-American community, we own the fewest number of homes per capita of any cultural group in this country, and we came over here on the Mayflower. If you are not a business owner, and by the way, there are 14,000 pages of tax codes, which is really institutionalized corruption, which is designed for the business owner, and we own the fewest number of business, African-Americans, of any cultural group in this country, and again, we've been here 400 years. So, if you are not a landowner and a business no owner, you cannot fully exploit the American tax system. The tax system will exploit you. You will pay more taxes. 
So we must stop resenting rich and successful people, even when we don't mean it, because it cannot and you cannot attract what you resent. The distinctions between how very rich people think and how everyone else thinks is, is very clear. The very poor think day to day. The poor tend to think week to week. The middle class tends to think month to month. The rich think year to year. The very rich think decade to decade and generation to generation. And the primary goal of the very poor and poor is survival. The primary goal of the middle class is comfort. And the primary goal of the rich and the very rich is freedom, the intergenerational transfer of wealth, and they will do whatever it takes to experience an abundance of freedom. Wealth and transferring that wealth to succeeding generations is critical. That was Dr. George Fraser wrapping up the week on a Finance Friday. His website is powernetworkingconference.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Dr. George C. Fraser Speaks at First Financial Security Inc. Leaders Convention. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this week's talks. Please leave a rating and a review for the show, a five-star review, hopefully on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. I appreciate that. Follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. I will see you on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm out. Peace.